When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Sad and solemn day for us here at Horror Movie Night. Sadly, we're saying goodbye to our will to live. Gone too soon and unfairly taken away from us for no good reason. But we'll always remember the good times, though. Like the times we had before we watched Terror Tunes. It's a crying shame, too. Because we had so much potential. But alas, now we're kicking off to the big old podcast in the sky. But remember us as we were. Angry. Awkward and drunk. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Rest in peace. My will to live. 2016. God, I don't think we've oh, ever um, had to pull teeth more on a human being to watch a movie than we've had to to try to get to try to get Adam to watch the hour and ten minutes that is Terror Tunes. Yeah, you seriously. Know what? He's gonna have to gum his food for the rest of his life. <laughs> I, I wish that I had I had just lied and Wikipedia it and IMDb beat it and just tried to sort of play it off like I watched it you know just yeah I did totally I totally watched it no I watched the whole fucking thing and I'm yeah you I'm, did this is, how do you feel this is top spot for the worst we've ever watched now, right yeah absolutely like, like you'd you'd have to come into my home and fucking drill into my head <laughs> uh, so if let's... you came here if you came here and pissed in my face for an hour and ten minutes I'd be like oh, well, it, wasn't, it wasn't terror tune <laughs> so we have a listener to thank for this one Shane uh, sent us an email it was a very short and sweet one it just said you guys have to do the brain damage the brain damage film classic terror tunes good luck taking apart that masterpiece Love the show. And then uh, 
you know, when I told him that we were going to be covering this, he also said, awesome, man. I'll be tuning in for sure. My girlfriend and I live in Rochester, New York, and we have a heavy metal radio show that we do every week for a local radio station. Let Scott know that we have played a few tracks off the Shred Tendo EP, and our fans really enjoy it. So, you know, he, he did at least kick, uh, kick, kiss a little bit of ass before we got into this. Um, the thing is, is that he, he, he might have kissed a little bit of ass, but it was like, after I've watched this movie, so I, I very begrudgingly was like, "Thanks for plugging console crash in Rochester. I appreciate it." Um, all right, so I actually if, got if a... came here and and kicked me in the back of the head every fifteen seconds while I was watching this. Then I'd say, you know, thank you for giving me some distraction to look away from there. Right, but so, no, no, I've got something embarrassing to tell you guys. Did you fucking love this movie? I have watched this movie like nine times. <laughs> I have watched this movie so many times. I own it. I've, what? I've... <laughs> Listen, Adam. Now I think that we can truly say that Matt has worse impulse control than you. <laughs> Woo, that's fucking saying something. I have no respect for you. And you know what? You have no fucking respect for yourself. So you... <laughs> Um, so, so I will try, like, I will start by saying that this movie is terrible. This is not a good movie at all. The reason why I've watched this movie so many times, though, is that this is one of those movies to me that is so unspeakably bad that it has to be seen to be believed. Like, someone explaining this movie to you will never do the justice of how bad it really is. But it's also a movie that I think only works in a group setting because when I watched it for the podcast it was the first time I didn't watch it with a group of people. Uh, watching it with a group of people, this movie's a lot of fun because there's it's just so bad and you're just laughing and having a good time with each other but watching it alone for the first time was kind of like watching my parents have sex. Like it was so uncomfortable and I was like, why do I own this? Like that kept running through my head while I was watching it because this movie is awful but like i guess when you're surrounded by people who are like making fun of how bad it is you don't really focus on how truly terrible and uncomfortable the whole movie is um i would never do this to my friends <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like matt holds his friends in much higher regard than you hold yours so that's really <laughs> saying something um so uh, you know the movie starts with this fucking fantastic lo-fi intro which is probably my favorite element of the movie because like Dude, when you this is an hour and ten minutes or wait how long is this crap uh, hour uh, fifteen I think actually but this is the first okay. five minutes uh, of the movie hour twenty but they padded out with a bunch of unnecessary bullshit like this guy at the beginning <laughs> who sounds well, like somebody is twisting his nuts the whole time that's <laughs> trying to talk but, wait 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 this is why Matt likes it you guys know how we always make fun of Matt for loving that terrible song from bad channels yeah uh, psychotic symphony. symphony oh yeah uh, this is like a full-length movie <laughs> of that video i know i know that you're loving it like i'm watching this I, I i actually paid attention to this movie for the first half an hour before my brain literally melted out my <laughs> eye and i became comatose for the remainder of the film i, I just could not actually take notes beyond the 30 minute mark but one of my first notes is like i'm sure matt's loving this um <laughs> i love this opening just... scene because it's a dude who looks like he got kicked out of rancid and he's like giving you an explanation on what the movie's about because 
trust me, if you didn't have this intro, you wouldn't understand what this movie was anyway. He's just like, Welcome to the Brain Damage Classic Terror Tunes. The doctor is in. And it's just like these terrible jokes. I think I have the one line written down is that led to an insane blood fest murder spree <laughs> is how he describes this movie. Um, God damn it. See, I don't find any of this charming. Like, oh, I, I know all. that you're like laughing and having a good time. Finger up your own ass about this movie. But there's nothing entertaining about this. I can't cringe any harder. My face caved in. For an hour and ten minutes, like it is, it is the worst shit I've ever seen. Uh, like I'm not enjoying that, myself. You remember that Even episode remember of The Simpsons where Homer eats the world's sourest gumball, and he's making that face, <laughs> where like his whole face is just like, <laughs> like I, yeah, same, same Scott, same. Also, it 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 caved in a little bit more when I started aggressively punching myself in my own fucking face. <laughs> So we've got this opening kill, which is probably my favorite in the whole movie. Um, what, wait, the one in Toontown or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where okay. they they pull the guy's skull out through his stomach. Um, oh, the thing about this movie that I will give it credit for, which is more than anyone in this world will give it credit for, is they picked a dumb premise and they picked some shit-ass special effects, but goddammit, they stuck with those shit-ass special effects. But the thing about that is that that annoyed me more than if they had been trying to like gloss like shine this turd a little bit more <laughs> but no no their green screen is just so shoddy it's like it's a bunch of high schoolers doing a project yeah it's so bad oh, uh, like i just i just want to go down the, the the quick litany of of just intolerable bullshit we have so so we have this first kill and uh, whatever the doctor character's name is. What's his name? Dr. Carnage, is it? Doctor, Yeah, Dr. Carnage. Okay, so Dr. Carnage. Like, the guy who is playing Dr. Carnage, because um, there's a person in that suit, can't see. No. Like, like they, no, nobody can see anything. And so it's basically like somebody paper mache that stupid mask. And they're like, <laughs> they don't need to breathe or see anything. They, they don't have to have direction. <laughs> Nothing like just this movie is so intolerably bad. You know, fucking trauma. What people watch this and they're like, "Man, this is cheap." Yeah, <laughs> and it's no, there's it's, no dialogue. It's, it's like the characters, the two main villains, speak no lines of dialogue. It's all just the same sound effect of a laugh and like a monkey noise, just played yeah, over just, and over again. We're just gonna use the same laugh every single second that he's on screen. So you're gonna get the kind of thing but you're gonna get it 600 fucking times over the course of this hour and 20 fucking minutes same with this song we're gonna use that same fucking oh, song the, the, the fake danny the fake danny elfman the fake danny elfman soundtrack that's throughout this entire movie that's a, you know that yeah, shit was written by psychotic symphony oh it had to have been <laughs> um, there's no other but, explanation for this film <laughs> so, so so it's Bad screen, green screen, and the three dollar fucking set that they've built, and they have this. I, I, I feel like they're trying to. They're doing one of two things: either the people in this movie are supposed to be like young, young children, but they're casting them as you know they, they are like thirty five year old men and women, right? 
Yeah. Okay, so, oh, the one's a porn no. star. The girl, the little girl, is a porn oh, star. Two, two, when you, when you told me that two, when you when you told me that the girl with the gigantic rock hard fake tits is a porn star, I was like, wait a minute. She's supposed to be a little girl. Yeah, she's supposed to be like nine. Yeah, she's supposed to be like nine or ten, probably. Why? Yeah. Why? But yeah. Here's, here's the other thing: is the uh, the main character of the movie, the the older sister. Also a porn star. Yeah. But does she even take her clothes off completely? Like No, she she at no point in this movie gets naked because I guess she's trying to like legitimize herself with with (laughs) characters. No, I don't think this is a step up from porn. I really don't. Yeah. No, this is a step down from porn. It probably has a higher budget than most porn. It's still like No, I don't think you understand how much money gets put into porn in these days. Matt, why don't you explain to us why you know this? <laughs> I worked for a porn star for a while. Um, yeah, now, there's some big budgets in there. The Star Wars porn was like a couple, couple of G's. Um, this you was like ten dollars. We watched Jack and Mary. Yeah. We already knew that Star Wars porn was expensive. Um, also, there's the mothers being played by a dude in drag, which is a weird which was choice. Almost, almost funny. <laughs> it kind of cool. reminded me of the aunt in Sleepaway Camp and, and Adam's impression, which kind of tied me over for a hot minute when I was like, do you think I'm fucking crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I packed you some chips. At least I think I did. <laughs> um, so- Adam, I think we figured out what you should have been for Halloween this year. <laughs> there's, there's still time. Um, no, I, that was one of, the, one of the many points in the movie where I was like, no. No, you can't do this to me. I'm sh- I'm gonna shut you off. Don't <laughs> fuck. And then she was, you know, the actor was out of the scene, and I was like, oh, okay. But then, you know, pretty much every ninety seconds, I was like, should I? Should I just bail? Should I just when, fucking? How many no, times no, I- did you almost shut it off when the cartoon credits started coming by, and it was like directed by Say Ten, uh, produced by B L Zabub. And then it just no one put their real name in it. It was like it was so well. No, no, this was when they start watching the Terror Tunes cartoon DVD in the DVD oh, player. Okay, it's yeah, yeah. it's one of my favorite jokes because it's like written by Saint Ten, directed by B L Zabub, and it's all this different stuff. And then it just says produced by the devil. Like it just stops being creative at all. And it's just like slapping you in the face. It, like in case you didn't get the puns. The, the devil made this cartoon series, side note. Um, it's super disturbing. Uh, the blend of, like, live action and cartoon stuff is, like, beyond unsettling, where it's, like, an actress, but she's licking a lollipop, so it's, like, a cartoon tongue, and her eyeballs keep turning into animated eyeballs with each lick. It's just terrible. <laughs> no, Matt. Dude, I wish we were in the same room. I would smack your nose with a rolled-up newspaper so hard right now. But I, right, so I, would I. I love that cop. I love that cop death with a classic Bugs Bunny maneuver of changing the baton with a stick of dynamite. Um, yeah, and then there's that skeleton, and they just kind of give it like a ooga booga little shake before it falls down. <laughs> <laughs> but but how did I fucking know that this movie would not have any actual animated parts in it? Like there's there's no way they had a budget to do any animation, right? So it's all just like this shitty clip art. Fucking awful editing that they put on. That's ugh. Fuck. Uh, I'm trying to think what else there is. And so uh, there's a note here where you realize how it's insane. Um, I wrote four of the most obnoxious people ever play strip Yuigi 
while a sister is killed <laughs> by cartoons. Um, There's a part also when they're playing that Ouija board that um, one of the guys just looks straight at the camera, and then the other guy really admires the blonde guy's stomach roll. Like, he is just... He's like... <sighs> Obviously, I fucking him, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> there's nothing yeah, wrong with that, but that's not part of his character. <laughs> no, and then there's the part where she's like, uh, he's like, okay, if you take off your shirt, then I'll take off my boxers. And his friend very excitedly was like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like, there's definitely some some like, did they get? Gay porn stars to be in this too? Do we know? Like, uh, it's very possible that these are gay for pay porn stars as well. Yeah, gay for pay, not regular gay porn stars, just gay for pay. Well, there's also this, like, there's that weird, like, they're lifting weights when when she calls to invite them over, and he oh, doesn't yeah. remember her name. He's like, oh yeah, no, I said Cynthia. No, like, what is so ridiculous? The the like the painfully weird, like. Japanese pizza place. I forget what it was called. Wonton Pizza. Wonton. Shanghai. Shanghai Pizza. Shanghai Pizza. It is. It is just a. It's a bad movie, man. I'm not. I'm not even. (laughs) Well, the thing is that you are like defending it. You're like, oh yeah, I've watched it. You know, like nine times. I'm not saying that it's a good. I've never said that I watched it nine times and I thought that it was a masterpiece of cinema. I'm just saying that I watched it a lot. It was it was one of those movies that's fun to throw on in the background at a party, like because it's it's actually really the perfect, you know. It's a shame that this episode's coming out after Halloween because this is like the perfect. You turn the volume down, you throw it on the TV at the Halloween party, and like as the party's going on, people are like, "What the fuck is on the television right now?" Um, kind I of. I feel movie. like you'd have a whole lot fewer friends <laughs> if you did that because they'd be like, "Really." Really, you, you don't have the goddamn courtesy not to put on terror tunes when I'm over. I'm out of here. <laughs> you put on terror tunes again? <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I can so imagine just people being like, fuck, he keeps doing it. And we keep telling him not to, but he gets, he gets so excited. You just got to let him. Just let him. Just, there's just don't pay two, attention. To the, it's fine. There's not one but two sequels to this movie. <laughs> two. One of them came out a year ago. <laughs> Yeah, and um, it was actually a much harder to find the original on Amazon. I paid for this movie, by the way. I, I paid to watch this film for you, Matt. Not I didn't for pick it. Tyler or it's whatever. Shane. It, Tyler. Shane. Shane. Sorry, sorry, Shane. I did not watch this for Shane. I watched it for you <laughs> because what we haven't mentioned yet is the fact that this, like uh, this request came in, and we do have executive decision-making skills here where at horror movie night where you know like if somebody were to normally pick terror tunes you'd be like ha thanks but no but number one stunna over here <laughs> matt kelly had to just be like we're doing it and i think that it's been a delightful episode so i'm glad I'm i made that decision so so upset with you <laughs> like i i just cannot put into words how offended i am by you tonight <laughs> Like uh, how okay. how much did you pay for this, Scott? I paid a dollar ninety nine plus tax. Those are American right. dollars. So not Canadian if we, dollars. If, if we adjust for inflation of how bad this was and how much suffering you've been through, I think Matt probably owes you like 
250 <laughs> i mean like 250 in return right uh, actually I, I matt yes i know what you can do to make it up to me <laughs> you can drink a beer no <laughs> never um, uh so so the cards- oh, good go i want you on the same downward downward spiral that this movie is fucking <laughs> just, just one beer he'll be like like Frank the Tank just can't stop. <laughs> um, so we're, play, we're playing strip Ouija. <laughs> Dude, take off your pants right now. <laughs> uh, so, like, like, wait, wait, wait. I just want to rewind a couple months back when our good pal Adam decided to pick, I believe it was The Guardian. And there was a shitload of male nudity in that movie. If I'm remembering correctly, if it wasn't that one, it was the pick that he did before that. There was a lot of man uh, ass, I feel like. Yeah, I think there's a lot of man ass in The Guardian. Um, if not, it was whatever he picked before that. But I just remember. No, I think it was what you picked before that. I can't remember. One of you guys picked something with so much man nudity. And uh, I was just like, man, I got to keep that in the back of my mind to make fun of them someday. And uh, I, I thought today was the day, but I, I'm not prepared. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll cut that. <laughs> um, that story went nowhere. <laughs> um, the, uh, by by the way, last, um, one of the lost episodes. <laughs> M- Matt, you did mention uh, that Terror Tunes 3 came out a year ago, right? Yeah. Uh, so halfway through, I realized, oh, this this chick has got to be a porn star. Like the main girl, Beverly Lynn. I was like, has to be a porn star. right? <laughs> so I start, I, I Google her up. I look at a couple things and then I find her on Twitter and, uh, you know, she's staying on Twitter, like up until a week ago. What? Check out Watch my new, mo- check out my new movie. Terror Tune 3. <laughs> <laughs> that came out a year ago. Please, please pay attention. <laughs> please watch it. Uh, so the cartoon characters kill literally everybody except for the main character, who gets to meet Satan and turn into a superhero. Um, and then the movie just goes off the... Like, I I also kind of eyes glazed over at this point because I was like, I don't remember any of this. Like, I think even all the times that I've watched it with whacked, friends... I've she gl- whacked the computer with a pole for seven, eight minutes. You're like, I, how? Why would I watch that? <laughs> uh and then, so so the the parents come home and find the main character just surrounded by dead friends, uh, screaming and covered in blood. And it's you know one of those endings where it's like, oh my god, she's going to get blamed for all of this death. And then it shows another little kid getting a Terror Tunes VHS tape in the mail or DVD in the mail, and uh, you know we know that. In another seven or eight years, they'll finally get their shit together to make Terror Tunes too. Um, so, the, like, uh, there's there's a lot of bad in this movie and very little good. But I still stand by. It's you watch it with a group of people. It's going to be more fun than if you're watching it by yourself because this is torture by yourself fucking torture by yourself and i won't pretend that it's not and i apologize to you guys but i guarantee that if we had watched this when like you guys were all out in this area like for for an event we would have had a way better time with this movie (laughs) yeah well we have stuff to do when we come out there so i i will not be getting blacked out drunk so i you can fucking submit me through 
Terratunes again. But... No, no, we'll watch Terratunes too. It'll be a new experience. Oh, Matt, I'm gonna, I'm going to politely decline. <laughs> no, don't worry. I didn't even buy Terratunes too. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Although that chick seems to be really interested in me seeing Terratunes three, so like maybe I'll, I'll find her on Twitter and and let her know that I bought the DVD. Not Lizzie. We're talking about Beverly Lynn, the main chick. Yeah. Oh, Liz- sorry. I didn't. I didn't realize that dead people can't come back to life in Terror Tunes. Uh, not when they're turned into a ventriloquist dummy. And I mean, I bet that the writers of this movie thought that that was going to hit like an earthquake. People were just gonna be like, "Oh, it's so funny! Oh my god, I didn't see that coming!" Come on, dear God. Well, what about the symbolism though? That she's sitting on a couch that also has a ventriloquist dummy there. It's almost. Like they were trying to foreshadow her death. We shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I need that as like the sound clip that plays every time Adam messages us. <laughs> Just like, we need like a we need a Google Chrome extension of me. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you weren't upset. You were like confused and worried. You're like wait. Shut up. <laughs> so, so there was a chance. There was a solid chance we were going to try to get Cannon, who we talked about at great length in a few episodes in the past, trying to get him to guest on this episode because I, there was part of me that was going to hope that he would see things like that and be able to like bullshit some explanation why this movie is secretly a masterpiece. <laughs> and then tonight he sent me a message that says this thing is unwatchable. <laughs> Let me do a different podcast and tell me that none of you guys like this one. You know it's going to be bad if Cannon even can't fake interest <laughs> in it. You know, you know, in uh, Star Wars Four, I think it is, where he's just when when Kirk is like, "Con." Did you say That's- Star Wars Four oh. when Kirk yells "Con"? Star Trek. Star Trek <laughs> you had whatever. so many pieces of that wrong. It's Star Trek. It's Star Trek Two: The Wrath of God. Because Star Trek is for nerds. Shut up. <laughs> Says the guy who knows the name of Jabba the Hutt's bed. Wait, Salacious B. Crumb? doesn't <laughs> know that. Come on. Yeah. That, I gave you that, that nickname a while ago, yeah. No, that was, that was fucking amazing. Don't you dare delete a single fucking syllable of that. That was perfect. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars 4. <laughs> The Wrath of God. The Wrath of Cannon. That was what I was getting at. Was I was just going to say, Cannon instead of Con. Fucking hell. See, this is what this movie does to me. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Uh, Well, we can stop talking about Terror Tunes if you guys want. Yeah, we we got almost a half an hour out of this movie, which is way more content than that. You know, I bet that somewhere the creator of this movie is like he he took the three dollars that I spent on you know like two dollars and whatever change on watching 
terror tunes. He went to a coin star, changed the money into pennies, and he's rolling around on the floor with my money like, <laughs> I took your money. And he's so excited that somebody cares about this stupid piece of crap. I don't know. I think what's going to really happen is you're going to get a message on Twitter from some random girl from my free cams holding a sign that says, thanks, Scott, that he spent your $3 on. <laughs> like... No, no, no. Adam already told us that costs $12. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I hope that he uh, <laughs> I hope he spent it on a crippling life ending heroin addiction. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I have one more note for this all right, movie. Let's hear it. That's it. Uh, this is the point that I stopped taking notes. But I think a little bit after Scott. I think I'm maybe around the thirty five forty minute mark here. But <laughs> so um, glad we both fell off right around the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one guy dies from laughing. Um, I guess. If only this movie was funny, I too could feel the sweet release of death. <laughs> See, you know, if you would have done an entire movie's worth of notes like that, this would be like the best episode ever. <laughs> uh, no, most, of, most of my notes are like, Candy has a boyfriend? Fucking gross. Like, just like, <laughs> <laughs> like gossipy shit about the movie. <laughs> Basically, if you turn this into an episode of uh, uh, Flavor of Love Season 2, the best season. <laughs> the best season, obviously. Um, all right, so speaking of that, what did you guys watch this week? Um, I, I will, at some point in time, continue my analysis of Flavor of Love. Cause I got, if you I, can I, find your special Flavor of Love <laughs> Trapper Keeper. Oh, oh, you hear this? You hear this? I got it. I know where it's at. It's been on no, his had, pillow the entire time. I I just had more important shit that I wanted to talk about this week because uh, I am all caught up on Westworld now. Is that as good as people are saying it is? It's uh, it's it's gonna depend. The, uh, somebody told me um, like, oh, I watched the first episode of it and I really didn't like it, and I I sort of wanted, like I was like, well, what was your reason for disliking it? And they said, well, it's kind of like Jurassic Park syndrome, where you're watching these people go to this place, and you're just like, this is a horrible idea. Well, it's Don't from Michael it. Crichton, so of course it's got Jurassic yeah, Park syndrome. Exactly, that's what I said to him. And and that's correct, but there's so much good going on. There's so many good actors in it, um, putting in fucking amazing performances, and then just cool set pieces and, and sort of effects and stuff that it's... Uh, Oh, it's you, I got past that real quick. It's it's fascinating right now, but it's really really confusing. And I feel like uh, I feel like even by the time that it finishes, I'm probably not going to understand a lot of stuff. I'm going to be like reading the subreddit and trying to get a bit of a better idea as to what's going on there because I'm I'm having a hard sort of a hard time following it. Um, but fuck, man, Anthony Hopkins in this, and uh, yeah, it's 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 really really good. Definitely worth a watch. So, wait, quick question here. Um, do you guys ever get that feeling that you're in the Matrix and and a, and a black cat just walked across the screen twice, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah like yeah. you've hit a deja vu moment in the Matrix? Yeah, this is the exact same conversation we had like a week ago. No, 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 because originally he said that he hadn't watched it yet. He had just been thinking about watching it. Are you sure? Well, you edit the episode, so you probably remember better than me. But you did well, ask I, the exact same question. You were like, so is it as good as people say it is or, or whatever? You're, I mean, it's like back-to-back, same question. It's like you did an interview 
of Adam um, before he started the series, and now that he's caught up with however many episodes we are in. Yeah. It's weird. It's fine. It's whatever. I'll trim it. <laughs> okay. It's the um, only thing you'll trim. But I'm bummed. Uh, um, and then the other, I watched the first episode of season two of Ash versus Evil Dead. How was it? That's, you don't need an answer. You're, you're going to watch it. It's fucking Ash versus Evil Dead. It's sweet. Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so, Scott, what did you watch this week? Um, I actually could not bring myself to watch anything special this week. Uh, Terror Tunes sucked the will to live out of me. I actually lost 15 pounds. Um, all I did was lay in bed and wish to die. It, um, luckily, the newest episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on, and it was helpful. Uh, so was uh, Luke Cage. Megan and I are almost done with it. And it's awesome. We're taking it very slow. Megan enjoys it. Then um, I'm assuming that she will like the ending, although she does not like the ending of Jessica Jones, so we will see. And then um, I have actually been putting off watching The Flash because uh, I want to get like a nice little uh, group of episodes so that I can just burn through it on an afternoon because <laughs> uh, I don't like waiting. And then I watched the first, only the first episode of Legends of Tomorrow, and it's like everything that I like about the first Avengers movie. Um, and they just burn through their effects budget every episode. It's hilarious. It's a great show. And it's way better already than season one was. That's right. me. Um, so we're recording this uh, a few weeks before it's actually coming out because I'll be Don't away. tell them that. I will tell them because I'm going to be away at Disney. So it's important to tying into this. Uh, I haven't had a chance to really watch anything but I have been getting in my uh, little dosage of haunts. I've gone to a bunch of the local haunts in my area. Uh, so I went to – we have uh, one not far from me called Bates Motel, uh, which is <clears throat> pretty awesome. It's uh, – for $40, you get three different amusement attractions. You get a hayride, uh, a walk-through haunted house, and a corn maze filled with a bunch of stuff. Uh it's really cool. It's I, I love. I really like Bates Motel. It's been a place that I've been going to since I was like eight or nine. Um, and then additionally, I went to Terror Behind the Walls, which is in uh, Eastern State Penitentiary, which is one of the supposedly most haunted places in the East Coast. Uh, it is a fucking terrifying experience. It's a lot of fun, but it is really fucking scary because. You're walking through, like, death row of a prison with people dressed as, as zombies and shit, and they'll take you and lock you into prison cells and leave you there for, like, ten minutes and separate you from your group and, and force you to go through stuff by yourself. And it's, it is a really intense uh, experience. And because of the fact that one of my friends works at Terror, uh, they went with me to Bates, and what I later found out was that there is an actual intense rivalry between... Uh, the Terror people and the Bates people and this third uh, haunted attraction that I've never been to called Penhurst Asylum. And what I'm getting at is that uh, I I'm making a an announcement right now on the podcast of something that I'm looking to probably do next year, and we'll see what happens, but I've already made a bunch of phone calls to people about it, is uh, I am going to make a documentary. Uh, I'm going to make a doc about these three haunts and their, their like, 15-year rivalry against each other because there was a uh, a point where Fangora magazine 
about five years ago went to every haunted attraction in the United States and created their list of the uh, the hundred best places for haunted houses. And all three of those locations were in the top ten, making Philadelphia the spot with the most high-rated uh, haunted attractions. So all of them are constantly battling to be the best one in Philly. I think it would be a super interesting documentary uh, following them throughout their haunt season as they kind of try to outdo each other throughout the year. So uh, that is a thing that I'm thinking about doing. Um, Scott, I, if you would be interested in doing any of the soundtrack for that, I would love to offer that to you as well. Adam, if there's anything that you can do for it, I'd love it to be something that we tie in with this podcast one day as like a horror movie presents documentary. Uh, but that is a thing hey, that, that I would I, absolutely do the entire soundtrack for you. All right. Well, that is the thing I wanted to announce on the show. I, God knows what will happen over the next year. But uh, I like trying to be as open and honest about my future plans with the listeners of this show. So that is a, that is a thing that, that is possibly going to be happening this time next year. So uh, that's what I want to talk about was, was that did, – do you guys go to any haunts in your guys' area? I try and hit at least one uh, a year. Like I went to one last year um, and it's been harder. I don't go to them by myself I, and I, Megan doesn't want to go with, them, go with me to them because she gets scared. So um, I usually go with my buddies from growing up. And uh, we're going to go to the one at Blossom, uh, which is a new one that I have not been to. So apparently it's an outdoor one that uh, is supposed to be real fun. So we're going to see that we're going to go do that on Sunday nice. of, of this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's a there's a small one that's right in my town. That's just like a couple of trailers they put together. And depending on how my schedule looks <laughs> year to year. <laughs> Um, I will, uh, I'll, I'll go and I'll like volunteer and do like four or five hours scaring the shit out of little kids and then eat some free pizza. Nice. Um, and that was the game show that we like to play on this show called, was it Canada or was it the deep South? <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll never know. Um, yeah. And then there's uh there's like a Casaberry farms near me where like you go, there's a whole haunted like barn walkthrough, like corn mazes shit like that but i don't i mean i i was seeing somebody with a kid last year so that's kind of the only reason i went to that one but. <laughs> all right that was terror tunes from 2002 as picked by one of our listeners shane next week we're going to be discussing a movie that was picked by scott that is possibly the most dramatic shift of uh of film <laughs> that we've had in a long long time um not necess- I'm not saying that he picked a good movie, but he definitely picked a better movie than Terror Tunes, which uh, isn't hard. Not a difficult thing that he achieved. But uh, we will be discussing that. But just a reminder, to hit up our Patreon, do, uh, donate to any of the many tiers. We appreciate it. Patreon.com backslash HMN podcast. Uh, this episode, actually, I, I think we'll start next week. Starting next week, we're going to start doing the uh, shout-outs to the people who have been donating to the Patreon and we'll get a nice list going together. But thank you for everyone that's been donating. There's always time to throw some more money, uh, some money to us. If you haven't yet, join part of the newsletter, get a shout-out, all that good stuff that we want to do for you guys for all of your support. Also, make sure that you follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can get hit on by Adam at HMN Podcast. Uh, <laughs> or, or you can uh, send us your rates, reviews, and subscribes on iTunes or SoundCloud and all that other good jazz. Thank you for listening and enjoy your week.
you for letting Scott play. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 